The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode 115. Season 5, episode 25. Of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back. We are back for the final term of the academic year. We hope you have had a fantastic Easter break. What Easter break it certainly feels like for us. Yeah, it was a busy one, not going to lie, but loved every minute of it. Yeah, so we are... um, Back from a chunk, a big chunk of the tour. I think the last episode we recorded was the day after the Exeter show. Yeah. So in that time, we have done how many other shows? I think maybe a lot. 12 or 13. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And first of all, we just want to say a huge, massive thank you to every single person who came to every single one of those shows, everyone who supported the tour, not just with these shows, throughout the whole um, of, of the tour. It's been absolutely incredible. We've loved every single minute of it. Uh, not the travelling, uh, not going to lie. I've had enough of driving. If I don't drive again for a while, it'll be uh, it'll be too soon. Um, but getting to meet you all, getting to perform and do the shows has been uh, absolutely magical and even better, the feedback that we've got and... Um, the love you've shown has been amazing. Yeah, we all, we always say it doesn't matter how tired or how you know how long the journey is, and you're kind of feeling a little bit rubbish. Um, as soon as you walk out, the energy and the responses, I, I often pinch myself. We we massively appreciate it, and still plenty of shows left. So if you've not managed to come yet, what are you doing? Yeah, get, get involved. So we are on the, we're sort of towards the back end of it now. So I am going to whiz through all the other dates because we want as many of you to come as possible. So next show is going to be Thursday night, 28th of April, which is a special day. Why is that, Adam? Um, no, I'm joking, because it is your beads. I thought you were going to say it's Howard from Take That's birthday. Is that the same day, yeah? Same day, yeah. So in Ilkley, 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 isn't it? It's, is it Ilkley or Ilkey? Ilkley. All right, I've got that wrong. I'm sure one. they'll correct us when we say, hello, Ilkley. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm there on my birthday, Friday the 29th. We're at Barnard Castle, which only has a couple of tickets left. Blackburn on the 30th of April. 1st of May, we're in Nottingham. 5th of May, Chorley. 6th of May, Middleton Arena. 7th of May, big show at the Leicester Square Theatre, London which at this moment in time is looking to be our biggest show yet. 12th of May, we're in Crewe. 14th of May, we're in Belfast. Um, 21st of May, we're in Swindon. 29th of May, we're in Froome. 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 30th of May, we're in Birmingham. 2nd of June, we're in Norwich. That one sold out. 11th of June, we're in Brighton. 30th of June, in Liverpool. 2nd of July, we're in Milton Keynes. 16th of July, we're in Newport, South Wales. 23rd of July, we're doing another show in Milton Keynes, and then we finish the show on the t- or the f- tour uh, for this academic year, 24th of July in Canterbury. So head over to the website, twomrpspodcast.com forward slash live dash show, and you can get your tickets there. Um, and yeah, you only have to go on the group, see everyone's lovely messages and uh, posts to see why it is something you need to, to come along and have a... Just enjoy, just enjoy, have a good laugh along with us. It's quite the tonic. That's that's the sort of, uh, what's the word I'm thinking Feedback. of? Fe- uh, that's the sort of vibe I'm getting is it's just the tonic, just what people need uh, after what's been a very tough and testing time. So yeah, please do go along and get your tickets. Uh, we, we can't wait to do all the other shows and meet you all so yeah um so we had a few interesting adventures on our well we were really ill actually so on the la- on the week where so the second week of the easter holidays so after oh no it's the before the easter weekend wasn't it yeah yeah it was the week leading up so week leading up to the easter weekend we were on the road and you were really really ill to begin with yeah and then you passed it on to me so then i became really really ill um but we hope it didn't show uh, we yeah, I think we, we. I think I don't think anyone would have t- would have been able to say we were ill. 
Yeah. Um, but we may God, were we struggling. <clears throat> yeah. I was struggling towards the back end of that week. Just the cough, short of breath. I was convinced it was the old Rona, but testing myself and no sign. No, I tested myself as well. I was pretty adamant that it, it, it must have been that, but um, no, must have the old dodge, duck, dip, dime, dodge. Yeah, so um, yeah, we got told a few funny stories as well on the travels. Um, obviously, in the meet and greets after the shows, people were sort of telling us a couple of funny stories, and uh, we'll share the one that someone um, told us at the end of the Cambridge show, was it? It was, yeah. So this is this is brilliant. This one. So, um, what year group was it? Can you remember what year group was? No, no. I'm I, I'm going young, so I'm going. I'll go I'm year two. Year two, yeah. yeah year two. Year two. So a boy brings in one of his mum's special toys into school and gifts it to a girl in the class. Um, the girl puts it in a bag, obviously clueless to what it actually is. Just think it's a, you know, a little lightsaber or yeah. Um, gets picked up and after school by her blind grandma. Um, and so when she's at her grandma's, the girl says, "Grandma, a boy in the class gave me this today." Took out the bright pink um, vibrator, and the grandma who couldn't see starts to. Have a good old feel to yeah. see what it was, uh, and managed to work out what it was as well. Yeah, she might have been blind, but she knew where the buttons <laughs> <Yeah>. were. <laughs> so she then informs the mum. The mum then informs the school, and there was one awkward phone call home to the parents of the boy. And uh, I don't think the mum then came and collected it. I think it was just left in the school lot, left in lost property, as I'd, they I'd say. I'd love to know what that year two boy what went through his mind. You know. Th- this seems to make my mummy really happy. I'm going to bring it in to make you happy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. Um, so thank you to the teacher who uh, shared that. That gave us a good old good old giggle. Um, and yeah, there was another moment in the Sheffield show on Sunday, yeah. which was brilliant. See, you know, Sunday night, first day back for a few of them, or night before the first day back. Um, and again, the atmosphere was absolutely brilliant. But... What one thing you do sometimes see, and this has happened on the rare occasion, but it's been amplified because our dad clocks onto it. Yeah. So our dad likes to wind us up because he was sat out in the, which show was it that he first did it? Was it Basingstoke? Basingstoke, yeah. So in the Basingstoke show, he sat at the back of the, the venue with our agent who who traveled down as well. And he noticed someone let leave like halfway through the first half um to which our agent was like happens because some people just that's their night out they just buy tickets to any sort of show doesn't really matter what the show is they'll just come along and if they don't like it they leave but to our dad that was it was like scoring a goal yeah he just did not shut up about it and just wound us up and wound us up so then any other show that he comes to he's just on it all the time about people leaving but to be fair no one we've had that one in Basingstoke. Yeah. We had two in Halifax. Yeah. Who I spotted early doors in the first half. I thought they really don't look like they're enjoying this at yeah. all. We um, had we had a few in Bristol, but that was because they pooed themselves. Oh yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I forgot so about that. So in the that. in the meet and greet afterwards they'd, they no, were they'd like, gone for like a big group curry and then they'd rocked up. And we, we, we like to think that we made him laugh so hard they shat the pants. <laughs> uh, put it on the poster. Um, yeah. yeah. Quote. Come laugh so much. Laugh so much. I soiled myself. Um, yeah. yeah, but that yeah that was a bit mad, wasn't it? Yeah, so then this group of teachers afterwards were like, uh, yeah, all these teachers next to us just came up to us and said, we're going to have to go because we've all... We've <laughs> yeah, we've all, all a group. Got the absolute squits. So, um, but then on Sunday, now I'm not going to reveal the story because, you know, circle of trust and everything. But if you've been to a live show, you know that there's quite a personal intimate story towards the end of the show an intimate story for myself and i put myself out there and tell this story um and on sunday there was just the this old couple that at yeah. that point it was just too much it was probably yeah i mean it, we, we always say they could have had they could have had a time limit on how long they could have stayed out yeah but know. i think it i mean I, I, and it's not um 
what's the word? It's not anything against. Gratu- what's that word? Gratuitous. Or like like gruesome. Well, no, no, it's not like I'm telling a really horrible n- yeah, tale. It's 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 funny. No, it's funny. I like to think it's, it's funny. Just an embarrassing and story. and I do it gracious. You know, it's not uh, gracefully. Gracefully, yeah. But anyway, that was that was the high. <laughs> Just an old couple like, nope, it's too much. But if you want to hear that controversial tale, well, yeah. grab your tickets. Grab your You'll laugh tickets. so hard, you will poo your pants. Yeah, so, uh, but if those teachers are listening, I hope you've recovered. Yeah. Um, and given that curry and paid, house. Uh, and paid for the covers of the seats. Yeah, uh, zero The Head Chicken in Bristol. So uh, I would ask you, um, how's your week been, but... I've literally spent every waking moment with you, and to be honest, I'm sick of the s- I'm sick of the sight of you. So harsh, that. <laughs> so harsh. You're, you, I know you're the same. I'm. Not, do you know what? I'm not the same at all. I'm, we should be. I'm trying to. I'm trying to enjoy the time and trying to ride this wave, and it's just non-stop negativity. It's not on negativity. It's just. It's um, just a lot. Um, but yeah. No. My week. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Obviously, doing the show on Sunday was a bit different because it was like it was a tough get up Monday, but I've not had a bad bad couple of days. To be fair, it's, it's been a couple of couple of issues this week that that I'd like to discuss. So, first things first, I got a um, I got a jacket potato for my dinner today. Oh yeah, and I chipped the back of my tooth on a jacket on a potato? jacket potato. What like yeah. the bottom bit? That's the hard. It must bit. have been. But that's I was my favorite on the fo- bit. I was on the phone to what's to- your filling tuna and cheese i was on the phone to kim she was second choice she she was saying something about uh max and i was just eating my dinner going yeah 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 and i was going oh my god i thought i think i've hit my proof (laughs) and i was honestly i couldn't believe it so obviously went straight to the um went straight to the head cook and said listen there's gonna be a claim (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to put a claim in. I mean, obviously, Where's the blame? There's a claim. joking. Uh, but I couldn't believe it. I don't know how it happened. Maybe it, it might have just been joking. Like, but injury lawyers for years. Yeah, I think the worst thing was as well. I went to the cinema last night, um, and I thought it, the only other option is it was one of those corns because I did have popcorn. So right. I thought it might have been a, a renegade corn that had been trapped in my in my uh, what are those what massive called? teeth called? Uh, uh, molars. Molars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it might have been one stuck in the molar and then I bit it and I've been like, oh my God. But when I roll my tongue over my um, over my tooth, it, there is a bit of a crack there. Alongside that, it was a bit of, a bit of an injury-filled day. Nothing major. But um, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I often get... I do. <laughs> Such a gimmick. Let me get the list. I often get nippy. Right, even when it's the weather's nice, it I, it looks like I'm smuggling bullets on the regs. Like I just I've just got hard nipples. <laughs> uh, listener right. discretion is advised. No, it's in for no reason. Like sometimes the image you're conjuring up in your head now, I can only apologise for caution wet floors. <laughs> um, and so anyway, today the for some reason they they were sticking out as per. And I was handing out chippies. These, I was handing to do your nips. I was handing chippies. out. I was handing out these exercise books, and I, I I picked up a massive pile of exercise books and trapped my nipple in the Ooh. exercise books. And then as I, I didn't realize, paper cut to as nip. I realized and kind of went to kind of put the books down, I pulled my nipple, and I genuinely thought, <laughs> I swear on my life, I thought there was going to be a pile of English exercise books with Mr. P the other Mr. P's nipple in the middle of it I, I was in agony I it's had quite to, the bookmark I had to I had to go and and like lift my shirt up in the toilet in the mirror to just double check because it was that painful I couldn't quite believe it and I came out and explained to you need to start wearing a bra explained to my shut, you, shut up <laughs> said to uh, said to one of my co-workers like I think I might have just ripped my nipple off like and she's a first aider and I was just like <laughs> I might need first aid. Um, but yeah, so... I mean, obviously, normally when you ask me how my week is, there's, you know, it offers different stuff, but it's been tough. A cracked tooth, a cut nipple. It's just not what you expect. Well, we, um, you know on this podcast, teacher injuries 
come in all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. That's what you've signed up for. Um, I've had a great day today. I um, was down in Aylesbury. I was in a school. I'm going to give them a massive shout out and I'll tell you for why. So I did a training day with them in February. They booked two days. And rather than a sort of full day inset with the whole school, which is what normally happens, they, because they couldn't have an inset day, split it into year groups. So I just worked with a group of teachers throughout the day. So, you know, it's quite nice when you go back in. So I did it in February and I went back today because you actually see the impact of what you've done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I went back today and did like a follow-up day. And I was just, it was just uh, really nice to know that it, it, the training impacts the school and that for, off the back of the training, they've all tried the ideas, they found it to help them. It's, you know, today's focus was a bit more on the working smarter, not harder stuff. And uh, the school's Hayden, Hayden Abbey in Aylesbury, massive shout out. And yeah, I just, you know, when you're just like, it, that realization that what you what you do makes a bit of a difference because sometimes not often but sometimes you can go to a school and you can do a training day and you come away from it and you just think i don't know how much they're going to take on of this you know yeah. it's like they'll say they'll say the right things but you can just tell it's not going to really transform things and not to sound big-headed or you know but i know for a fact the stuff i share on my training really works like really can transform your whole curriculum can really help teachers work smarter not harder um but it then takes a bit of enthusiasm from teachers um trust from leadership teams and and all those sort of things so having a day today where you go in and you see the impact it has was was really nice and when did you say you were last there february so what's that been three months two three months yeah so the smell would have subsided very funny very funny the toilet would have recovered from whenever you visited no i don't i've only ever done that once i've told it on the podcast many many moons ago can i tell and i I had and i had uh this i had bad bad we need to tell this one because i think i don't think we told it on on a previous app but the show we did i think it was basingstoke again because it was, the, I'm sure it was the one where our agent was there, and you'd gone to the loo. And <laughs> do, you, do you remember this? I've got, I can tell this because this yeah. isn't that bad. So basically, ICT and Mr. P went and dropped the kids off at the pool, and then comes out, and I go, Oh, can I go in there? You know, is it all right? And then oh, I gave it a bit of time and went in, and you know, basically. There was there was major marks on in the toilet bowl. The Nowhere only place else, they would in be in the toilet bowl, and I came, I came out fuming, and which is rich coming from you. As as me Lee and my dad were walking out of this theatre, bear in mind we're the artists. Basically, this woman duty manager. I didn't realise was coming out and I went, for God's sake, Lee, do you not, how to, do you not know how to use a toilet, what is it, a toilet brush? And then this woman was just like, off out, off out. And we were just like, oh, it was honestly. Yeah, he proper dropped me in it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> no, I don't, 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 there was that one, one school where my stomach was off and I had to go because I... I That's why you listen to two Mr. P's guys. I tend to not go in public. I like the comfort of my own toilet. It's a little bit of me time. Sometimes feel under pressure if it's in a public space. So... Right, is that why you shake using the toilet toilet brush so you just don't bother using it? Well... Nervous wreck. Yeah, no, but I... um, There was no toilet brush. There was a toilet brush. That's why I said... I didn't see it. Anyway... The toilet was covered in crap. But then... So I obviously had to go to the toilet, but the toilet was next door to the head teacher's office. Oh. It was sat in there and I had to do a really, I had a really bad stomach basically. So that's the only time I've ever gone for a in my two in, in a our secondary school, our deputy head at the time, Mr. Arthur, yeah. or as we called him, Martha. Yeah. He had his own toilet, do you remember? No. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. I never went to, to his fair, office because I never got in trouble. Yeah, I, got, I spent a bit of time there. And... Um, he had his own private toilet, like, and it was nice as well, like, just its own room, and only Martha could use it. 
And um, I used to go in there and deposit on the regular. <laughs> I used to, I used to look, I used to look where Martha was, Mister Arthur and his hairy hands. And I used to be like, right, he's on the playground. I could get in and out here. And it, and it was legendary. It's, it's weird how you remember teachers for certain features. Like Martha did have really hairy hands. Oh, he had well hairy. It hands. often makes me think, like, what's the. Like obviously with you, it'll be your nipples now, won't it? People no, I'm like, not being... Remember Mr. P with those nipples? I'm not being... No, I don't know. I'm really... No, it's, it's just me. I just feel like, do they just... You know, are they going to poke someone's eye out? <laughs> well, they're going to be noticeable then, aren't they? No, I've got I've got good nips. Have you? Yeah, yeah better than your burgers, your hairy burgers. Oh, behave. <laughs> right, so can you tell we've spent far too much time with each other? Um, better than your hairy burgers. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, right, uh, strap yourselves in for some rants. Uh, don't think I've not forgotten about a Mr. Michael Fabricant, the absolute fabricant. Uh, <laughs> oh, what well, I, I mean, time has passed now, but what an absolute joke shop of a of an MP. I mean, anyone who lives in his constituency in Litchfield, what were you thinking, voting that absolute tube into power for someone to defend what Boris has done? by having a pop at nurses and school staff is just an absolute loser and is i mean you only have to look at him to realize but he's just an absolute yeah i don't even i don't even have the words i mean just i just don't get why we're always alongside nhs staff why are teachers always such an easy target like whenever you've got a chance to big them up and you know show some compassion or show some understanding. No, we're going to have a go at them and sort of compare them to the absolute monstrosity that is our, our current government. Um, honestly, I just despair. I absolutely despair. But time's passed, so I'm not as angry with that one. Right. My other rant, my okay. other rant. So, obviously, oh, I... Sh- just took a big deep breath. I, I share... And I think people will be with me on this one. And anyone who listens to the podcast who is guilty of doing what I'm about to say, I'm banning you from listening. You do not deserve to enjoy this podcast if you're a person I'm about to describe, right? So I get a message last night from a teacher who was saying that she got disciplined from sharing one of my classic art teacher memes. So every Monday... I go through yeah, I go yeah, through yeah. Twitter and places like that. I get a few of these classic art pictures, turn them into little memes. And basically, this teacher had shared one. Someone from her school had screenshotted it, reported it to SLT, and then she got disciplined because it wasn't a good reflection of the school. That is absolutely pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. I'm throwing it old school to my old school saying, pathetic. I mean, these sort of people, for one, the memes are so tame compared to some of the stuff you can see on the internet. A a meme of like someone, an an old painting of someone looking a bit fed up and it's like, you know, when you're asking your class to turn to the next page and they don't, you know, it's it's so shallow, it's so mellow. As far you know, it's just it's the just struggles. A very, it's just light relief, isn't it? It's absolutely clean, nice, clean fun. Exactly. And for someone to go, oh god, that's going to reflect badly on the school. Let me report it to the head teacher. So if you're a snake like that, turn this podcast off and just go away. Go and go and slither off somewhere else. Yeah, slither off somewhere else. You, sn- I cannot stand people like this, especially you know if if it was something that I thought was a bit dodgy. Right. If if someone would have shared like, something that like uncut nips, you you know I'm I'm yeah <laughs> I'm tempted to like when people share the one that annoys me at the minute is where people share um, share this post and you can win a holiday to centre parks and it's like how how gullible are you that in 2022 you think you can still win a holiday mm. from sharing a post you, on Facebook? You could, but you, like, if you're talking like one that's not great, you could have took a picture of that toilet bowl with all the skids and put <laughs> a, live, a live picture of my lesson today. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, if it's something dodgy, if it's some, I'd, I'd speak to the person first and just be like, look, I don't think that's right. I don't think you should be. Yeah, it's happened. It's happened before. Like, I'm, I'm not at the school I'm at now, but at my old school, especially because, 
you know that back in the days where social media was really start 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 bleh, you know taking off. taking off yeah and you know you'd you'd get like well I'm, I'm sure at the time one of the cleaners shared like a video and it was pretty inappropriate and yeah someone just private messaged her and just went you work in a school take this down yeah yeah and and then she took it down done, straight away done I mean, you, don't, you can't, you can't, you can't be like that. that that's just snidey. Because the person, yeah. like you said, to be fair, I've seen your art memes. I mean, I don't look at them often, but they, they are, they are, they're PG. They're you. Oh, they're if, they, so... if they were at the cinema, they'd be a you. Yeah. There's no and language. And just there. There's no Because on a Monday, you're a little bit fed up. It's a tough day Monday. And if you can just see a little meme that's like relatable, that makes you think you're not the only one who shows that everyone has the same struggles. And if you are looking at those memes and going, oh, that might reflect badly on the school, well then change it because <laughs> you, you're clearly doing something wrong. If if you're, and, and it's the same with all my training, it's the same with, you know, whenever, I, whenever I'm having a pop, uh, uh, you know, certain leadership, uh, not leadership, people but you know sort of um bad practice. bad practice if i'm taking a pop at that and people think i'm gonna go at people i'm never gonna go at people because you know i know there's some great leaders i know there's some bad leaders i know there's some great teachers I know some bad teachers but if you look at one of my videos or hear something on this podcast and you think i'm having a go at you will then change your behavior so I'm not then having a go at, you know, if it it's if you're seeing yourself in what I'm saying, then you're the problem and you need to change it. And that that's not necessarily leadership, it can be teachers as well. Because, you know, sometimes teachers don't always make the right choices. But if you're, oh, um, a meme that's like uh, when you have to sit through a staff meeting, that could have been an email. Well, make the staff meeting an email. Do you know what I mean? Don't don't then go like, oh God, he's having a go at my staff meetings. Well, yeah, because your staff meetings are probably really boring. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's a bit of light relief, but yeah, there's a message in there to try and help us get a little bit better, so we're not having to waste loads of time. Oh, you make you put a meme where you were going on about having another butt scrutiny. Well, don't have another butt scrutiny then. It's you know, it's not these people who then grass you up annoy me more than people who make a living out of doing mocksteads but i'm not going to rant about them now even though i had a message again hi mr p can you just clarify something for me if ofsted come into our school will they look at seesaw because we've paid someone who's done a mock inspection and said they won't look at seesaw well why are you paying someone who's talking absolute bs these people who go around and charge schools through the roof to tell them what they think Ofsted will will want when they don't even work for Ofsted. And it really annoys me that Ofsted aren't doing more to stop those snake oil salesmen. Just really does my head in. Anyway, I just can't stand it. you like, teachers don't need this. They don't need the stress and worry of having mock inspections when Ofsted are saying you shouldn't be doing mock inspections. And there'll be someone listening to this going, oh God, he's having a go at me. Well, don't do mock inspections then. Plant pots. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I've had a great day today. <laughs> they were uh, using all my ideas. No, but it, it, I, I don't think I say anything that I bet that school in Aylesbury love your art memes, by the way. Yeah, yeah, of course they do. Most people do, but then to hear that, what is bringing a bit of light so relief can I just, to can I just? So when she said, I, I got disciplined, what, yeah, what so does that, got, like a record card? She got... Pretty much. So she got called into the office, told not to be sharing stuff like that because it brings the school's reputation uh, and puts a negative spin on the Could you not school. be doubling down, though? If that snake listens to the pod and then finds out that... I did say to the person, am I okay ranting about this on the podcast? And they were like, yeah, I can't as wait to you, listen. As if you ask for permission to rant. I want to rant! No, because obviously I, I respect people's... If they were to think, oh, it might come back on them, then I'm not going to do it. I don't want to get anyone else in more trouble. But it's such a sad state of affairs when teaching's tough enough as it is and you've got the anti-fun police, the mood hoovers, the lem lemon suckers who just want to ruin it for the rest of us. I bet they're fun on night out. That's what I replied. I was like, bet your leadership team are an absolute hoot on night out. Anyway. You know what? You know what that, that, that leadership team on a night out, I'm telling you right now, this is what it would be. Imagine an end, of, an end of year <laughs> social, mm. right? Everyone at the pub. First things first, that SLT are driving. Right? Yeah. Throwing it out there now. 
If they're not driving, they're bringing their own booze in the bag. Yeah, right? good throwing it out there. They're gonna they're gonna order not enough food and pick leftovers. Yeah, right. I'm telling you that again. Someone has a a, a, a big pizza. They get a, a salad, and then the person goes, "Ooh, I'm stuffed." They'll go, "Is it nice?" You you know that kind of <laughs> that kind of fool. <laughs> and then you go, "Do you want a bit?" Go on then. Uh, it's end of year. No, no. <laughs> you ordered the salad, jackass. And I'll tell you what else as well is when it comes to paying the bill. Now this is a, this is this is something that grounds my gears. When it comes to paying the bill, they will get the calculator out. Oh, where do you know if there's four of you going for something and the bill's eighty quid, you're just like right, twenty quid each. You might go for a bigger one where you have to work out something. But when you are going to the penny letter, to the penny, to yeah. the penny man, it's an absolute joke shop. So in 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 conclusion, to summarise, I feel like this is quite a personal rant to you. <laughs> I feel like you've overtaken me on the rant. No, stage. no, no. I, I, do you know what it is? Right, I, I've been. I've, obviously, we went to the cinema quite a few times um, Don't when we started when we're at, when we're on tour, and then I. This is one thing I. When I've watched films, I'm very passionate about films, and I love I love my films. And I I used to be the guy who never cried. I just never ever cried during films. Even like my favorite ever film, Armageddon, that is a tearjerker. Never cried. Loved it. Never cried. As soon as I knew that I was having a child, as soon as Isla was on her way, I went to watch Eddie the Eagle at cinema and bawled my eyes out it's not even that sad no but it is an emotional yeah. film so yeah. then i went inspiration the other day to watch sing two yeah. right now huge shout out to sing two love great film i'm sure there'll be loads of people better than the to... original because i didn't really rate it's sing. difficult it's difficult I, I actually i actually really enjoy i enjoyed sing two a lot more than i was expecting to because i thought you know, I didn't know what it was going to be like, but I liked it. I liked what they did with the story. Better than Ambulance. Listen, Ambulance, Ambulance. That was one of the films we went... We didn't see three films while we were out on tour. Uh, Ambulance by Michael Bay, which is Adam's dream film. Absolutely atrocious in my eyes. Uh, I give what it was the other stars. one? The Lost City. Lost City with Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum. Didn't mind that. Channing Tatum was good in yeah, that. Yeah, he was good. Comedic actor, I like him. Yeah, I like him. And then The Northman. The Northman, which yeah. was okay, but you built it to me. I didn't this... build it. You said it's you're, you're, this generation. Everyone's going to be listening to this, thinking the two Mister P's are on the way out. They're, they're a bit, they're bickering. <laughs> How do you know? How can you tell? <laughs> no. Um, I, you said I you read a review. I read a review. Right. It, let's just let's just get it out in the open. I read a review, and on the review, it said this generation's gladiator. Which actually, if you see any posters for the Northman, they've used that. And it says this generation's gladiator. Now, obviously, you love gladiator. Yeah, yeah. And you, you clearly went in thinking, "Oh my god, this is going to be amazing," and and it didn't live up in your eyes. I actually enjoyed. it. I didn't it. mind it. I didn't mind it. I think I was just expecting. But going back more. to what I was saying, I went to the cinema last night. Me and Cotney John went to the pictures. Not seen him in a long time. Got got an exciting, you know, little project in the pipeline with Mister Cotney John, and we went to the cinema. <laughs> And, you know, I don't normally rant on this podcast, but I think I'm going to take this opportunity to yep. have just a little bit of uh, of therapy time. If you go to the cinema and talk throughout the film, you deserve a smack in the face. What film I, did you see? I can't... No, before... Just, Sorry, go on. <laughs> stay with me. You could go anywhere. Anywhere. You could go just outside the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> you could go to a pub, a restaurant, anywhere and chat. You could go to each other's houses and chat. Why choose to go and chat and mess around on your phones in a cinema, in a dark, quiet cinema where people have paid their hard-earned books yeah. to watch a film? It, it drives me insane. Luckily for me, last night, I was on the left-hand side and I had no one next to me, um, and it was it was pretty calm. 
there was a point in the film last night where I thought Cockney John was about to explode. Really? Because, and not in that way, because, you know. <laughs> it saves that but, for the live shows. But there was there was a group of like four lads. I rate they would have been about 19, 18, yeah. 19. And they were on the phone, flashing the torches, talking. And Cockney John turned to me and he was just like, bro, I'm about to do something here. <laughs> and I was going, please don't. Like I, I just don't need this in my life. No, but it is, anno- it is annoying. It's, oh, it? it's horrendous. There's a couple of times because the thing is, you don't want to be, you, you don't want to, you know, you don't want any issue. And listen, you know, I'm not, I'm not 18 anymore. I don't want to be like, oi, shut your mouth, and then them going, yo, yeah, do you want a bit? Can't be bothered with that. What I like is the honest John who looks like they're about to go to the toilet. Then they come back a couple of minutes later, sit down, enjoying the film, and suddenly an usher comes. Yeah, in. yeah. Just like they've done the honest. Oh, oh, grassing up. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, listen, I'll take it. I'll take it all day because they saying deserve that's it. when it's okay to grass up. Yeah. No, listen, grassing. I tell the kids at school to grass all the time, but I never call it grassing. I call it being responsible. Informer. What film was it? The Nicolas Cage one. Oh yeah, was it good? It was yeah, it was all right. So it's the is it the unbearable weight of or the weight the of unbearable talent, talent or something? Yeah. The funniest bit is, and I'm not going to give any spoilers because that's not what we're about. There's a bit in it where Nicolas Cage. Now, if anyone knows about the film, basically Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage yeah. like a, a dramatized version of himself. And there's a bit in it where Nicolas Cage is talking to a younger version of Nicolas Cage, and there's a guy who's on a date an older guy who's on a date with a much younger woman, by the way, a couple of seats down from me, who was sat there watching the film sensibly. <laughs> but there's a, <laughs> there's a bit in this film where Nicolas Cage, current Nicolas Cage, starts snogging young Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and this guy was going, what the hell? What the hell is he doing that for? Why is he kissing himself? And I was crying my eyes out, honestly. But yeah, it's not, it's not bad to be fair. Cotney John absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. Oh, good I might times. have to go and see that. So, um, trying to think of other recommendations. Obviously, uh, listening to well, driving down today, I was listening to quite a good podcast. Uh, true crime, well, sort of true crime ish. It's um, called Tiffany Dover is dead. Right now, you know what I'm like about things like conspiracy <laughs> theorists and you know misinformation fake news and now it really annoys me and grates on me so this is like perfect for that because it's all about basically american nurse gets a gets a covid jab on telly and about 10 minutes after she gets a covid jab she passes out and it's all documented on this news show and then within like a day it just the 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 conspiracy theorists just jumped on it and they all like basically make these theories about her being dead and all this. And it's just a really interesting look into why people do it and, you know, where they get their information. Well, they don't get any information. They just do it for clicks and views. But I-, I quite enjoyed it. So there's my recommendation of the week. Tiffany Dover is dead podcast worth a listen to. Right. Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steerai! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Right, here's a question for you, and this will lead on to a couple of stories. Before the question, before the question, let's address the elephant in the room. The confession from the ep we did before, like, the last episode we did. Right. Right. We had quite a lot of messages about it, and I just want to say, if you're listening to this, and you were that teacher... Yeah. You need to do better. <laughs> like, it's just, just want to, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I've not slept in two weeks since yeah. we recorded that app. Now, if people are listening to this and don't know what happened, go back, listen to it. If you're listening to this and you've listened to the previous episode, 
I rate you still flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was... Just just what went down. But great content for the podcast. Unbelievable content. And that's what we always say. Remember, when you go to the website and you share your stories, they are completely anonymous. So you can be as honest, truthful. It's not going to come back on you uh, unless and you've got Kelly... a snake in your and staff. As, and uh... as Kelly Clarkson would say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Exactly. So to, that, to that nursery girl who's probably flying in reception, popular as hell. Yeah. Right, so we're going a bit of a throwback here. Okay. Bit of a throwback. So remember when you were kids? I don't know what I'm saying. Well, remember when we were kids? Yeah. Right? yeah. Are you talking Speaking to me? To the listeners. I know, yeah. And you'd go over to your mate's house. Knock on. Right, and you might have a sleepover at your mate's house. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever ever an experience where you went to someone else's house and something happened that that family thought was normal? But to you, was absolutely weird as hell. Because, I mean, one thing we used to always do, if we ever had a friend over for tea or after school, we'd always wind each other up yeah. by going like, why show- off, yeah. is showing off in front of you, mate? Why is showing off yeah, in front of you, mate? that was so annoying. But it, it basically, I found this thread, and it was like, what's the creepiest thing you've seen other families do that they accept as totally normal? I'd say the only, the only option I've got is when I went to old Mindersky's in uh, in in like, naming him and everything. <laughs> yeah, when I went to Mindersky's and the whole family, you know, were going to McDonald's and all of them, including the adults, got a Happy Meal. <laughs> and I was going, I was going, I'll have a large Big Mac meal. And they were going, no, no, we just get Happy Meals. I was like, I don't. <laughs> They don't film me. They don't film me. I'll have a large Big Mac meal and a double cheeseburger yeah. on the side. Um, they probably, once you got dropped off home, they were like, oh my God. You were that weird person. Yeah. He's six years old eating a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah. Why did he have three burgers? Yeah. Um, I remember getting banned from someone's house. Oh yeah, I remember, remember this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we went to a sleepover and they, again... So we went to the sleepover. This lad who was um, a little bit of a, a little bit of like an outsider. He wasn't in the sort of main group, and he, he basically invited us all over for a sleepover. And obviously, we were about twelve, thirteen. Yeah. And so we'd, I think we'd tried to get. A, we weren't allowed to get like anything above a twelve film. Mm. So we were trying to get like because it was at that age. You know when you were just sort of 11 12 and and if you went to a sleepover you you might be able to convince your mum and dad to get like a horror film yeah like i remember yeah. on my 11th birthday it was 11th i might have been 12th i had a sleepover and we managed to get scream that's great which is such a good film to watch when you're 12 with your mates um but we weren't allowed there and um obviously it's before anyone's drinking so we were trying to trying to make it a little bit fun and then this lad fell asleep and I got an ink, you know, like a an ink cartridge for a yeah, fountain pen. Yeah, the old park of... Th- yeah, yeah, washable, washable. So I sort of like bit it and, and put it on his face. Um, but then some of it went onto a cushion. Ooh. And oh my God, it was as if I took a massive dump. <laughs> it's as if I took a massive dump in that living room. The Oh, the aggro that... I got and it was like that's it. I was seen as this really bad, like such a bad boy for just putting a little yeah, that's bit of classic. You, I'm just yeah. I mean, there's there's one other cannot thing. be there's, contained. There's one other one. I remember one sleepover we had at a lad's house. This was more when we were all about fourteen, maybe fifteen. It might have been after a, like a disco. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Will you pull my mate? Will you yeah. get, get off with my mate? And I always remember uh, <laughs> one of my mates who hosted got in loads of trouble by his mum because one of the other lads took all of his mum's bras and and piled them all in the microwave <laughs> and, I, and i'm not i'm not making this up there was like knickers on the lampshades yeah. and he basically he'd, he'd, he'd emptied his mum's underwear drawer put them in the microwave in the in the uh, cereal cupboards everything and so she obviously came home maybe went upstairs to get changed no underwear and then comes downstairs and literally the kitchen was full of it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've got a funny story here where, like, you know, you mate from school, you go around to the house and you find uh, the families do really weird stuff, do let us know. But here are some of my favourites from this this thread because these are 
crazy. Right. Growing up, my best friend's family didn't have traditional snacks like fruit, uh, biscuits, etc. They ate sticks of butter. <laughs> sticks of effing butter. <laughs> Whenever they offered me some, I always told them I wasn't hungry. They had multiple packets of butter in the fridge and freezer. They didn't consume the entire stick, but would rather cut off pieces. Oh, no. They weren't poor. They weren't fat. But they were crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> that that honestly knocks me sick. That that makes me feel ill. Yeah. Like, it, uh, uh, butter. Butter. <laughs> Imagine I'm, being I'm, at your mates. Yeah, but you, I wonder if he was on the playground and, they, and someone went up to him with one of those little yellow flowers under his chin and went, you like butter? You, you bet your ass I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's another one. Definitely has to be my neighbours when I was younger. I used to hang around and play out with these three siblings. They were all pretty normal kids, but the mum was a bit weird, a bit clingy. During the summer, we would play outside a lot. Every single day at 12, the mum would call the kids back to the house one at a time. They would have to go inside for about half an hour, then come out and the next kid would go in. Never thought too much about it until one day I was actually in their house and found out why she called them. She had mandatory cuddle time with each of the kids. They would lay on the couch and she would hug them and spoon them for about 30 minutes each. Weirdest thing I've ever encountered. 30 minutes? <laughs> 30 minutes? Like, a minute would do, wouldn't it? 30 seconds? 30 minutes? Like a whole lap of friends just getting cuddled. <laughs> and oh. one last one. Uh, went to a friend's house when I was 17. She asked her mum for a snack and her mum brought out a huge, a huge raw white onion completely slathered in mayonnaise on a plate and she and my friend just went at it with their forks like it was a filet mignon. <laughs> Three years later and I still think about it from time to time. A raw onion. Jesus Christ. I know. Crazy. <laughs> so if you think you can better that with some weird family traditions that just freak you out... Do let us know. I have no words. These are just absolutely crazy. Is anyone else still thinking about the butter? I mean, I know, <laughs> I know those last two stories were crazy, but sticks of butter? Like, <laughs> oh, man. Now, do you want a little bit of a... I've got, I've got a wedding story, actually. Do you want the wedding story? I'll take a wedding story, then I've got some... Uh, I've got a couple of teaching icks that I'd like to share. Right, okay. So, halfway through a wedding reception, lots of booze. Band leader, singer, asks the crowd which man at their table has the nearest birthday. And everyone stands up. Then the singer says, each guy, give the flower centrepiece to the prettiest girl at the table. 11 other guys get it right and give it to their girlfriend or wife. The guy at our table, fairly inebriated, doesn't give it to his wife. He gives it to the prettiest girl at the table. <laughs> oh my. The air got sucked out of the room. The wife is steaming. She looks ready to grab the vase and smash him in the face with it. The other, less pretty girls, are fuming. The girl with the flower has no idea what to do, but her boyfriend wants to kick his ass. The rest of us are either horror-stricken or nervously laughing. <laughs> we know we're all going to hear it. The tables nearby have either seen or heard most of it, and the whispering spreads. Then the band starts to play, and the wife takes the opportunity to get louder before storming out. The party was over. He just was doing what he was told. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Right, go on then. Let's get some teaching icks. Right, teaching icks. Yeah, some of these, I think, personally, are a little bit... Um, a little bit. Well, some of them are absolutely bang on, and some of them, I think, I'm like, mm, no, I don't have an issue with that. Right, yeah. I think this one is well known that this is annoying. I think you hate this one. Go on. Well, I've never had a problem with them. They always behave for me. Oh, God, yeah. That's a big teaching, Nick. Yeah, I think that's the worst The worst thing you can say. I'm going to throw it out there. Those are the sort of people that grass you up for sharing memes as well. Go on. Would you let the art memes go? <laughs> the bank average your best. <laughs> when the year three teacher told her class that a right angle pointing towards the left is called a left angle. 
That was interesting to discover when I taught them in year four. <laughs> Throwing shade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically the ick is when teachers of the previous year do a horrendous job at teaching. Yeah. Right. Fair um, enough, yeah. Ooh, a couple of... Couple I, of can ol- I can only apologise to the teachers that followed me. The teacher that uses a whistle inside a building, just no. Uh, I don't... I, I think if and when. Yeah. There, there's, there's a place for whistles. Yeah. Um, But obviously not Save on the reds. Save your voice as well. Save not on the reds. So the thing is with me is I've got the ability to whistle just quite loud with my mouth. Go on then. Oh, God, that is loud. Apologies Sorry. there. <laughs> Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> I hope no one's crashed the car. <laughs> but that's what I mean. And the thing is, the kids talk about intimidating. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. If they're being a bit loud or, or if it's in the dinner hall, I'm just like, right. And someone's like, oh, Miss Bonson, I never knew you had that in the locker. Can you quiet him down? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I never knew you had that. Oh, yeah, I've got it. All right. I've not got, I've got it. it. All right. Here's one for you. What do you think of this? When people with no qualifications who work in a school tell qualified, experienced teachers what they should do with children and how to teach, it infuriates me. I see it too much. I work in a school. Yeah, we, we gathered. <laughs> <laughs> really? Who are the... Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm... You're Natalie Imbruglia. I'm torn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because I sometimes think just because you've got... It depends what the qualification's in. Because you can get some... You know, it depends yeah, you what get the like, you get, Well, you get, in. like, people who are qualified in speech and language, and then they might be saying, do you know what would be a really good thing to try with that boy who's struggling? Maybe do this. And then if you're going, what you want about? Yeah. Three years in my primary teaching. But to be fair, like, nothing can compare to experience. So I think experience trumps a lot of things. There's a couple. There's a couple. There's a couple here. Go Silent classrooms. I'm always really suspicious of how slash why. I don't like it. It Doesn't feel natural. Oh, I don't know. I love a silent classroom. Me. I love. It, it all depends on what we're doing. Like if you're doing a writing session, if you're doing a writing lesson, and the children need to really focus, there's nothing better than a silent classroom yeah. for that. But obviously, if it's a science investigation, which includes a lot of discussion and throwing ideas around, then I wouldn't want it's, you know. Yeah. I, I, but I don't mind a silent classroom. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Like, you've got a teacher who's got a really respectful class. <laughs> and then you've got that teacher walking by and they're in silent, just them going, oh, God. God, why are you so quiet? Make some noise. <laughs> um, management last thing on Friday. I need to talk to you about something, but it can wait until Monday. Oh, Enjoy your weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that is, that is, right, that's the winner for me. That is the winner. I hate that. That is such, and it, I hate it. Yeah, that's You know so... where it's like, oh, I need a, it doesn't have to be after the weekend. It's, oh, oh Eddie, I need. I'm, I'm, I am, I'm bad if it's you. Like, oh, oh Adam, I need to tell you, to, oh, don't, you can wait till later. I'm I no. never do that. No, but I'm just saying if you did do that. Because I hate that. I, I, Honestly, if someone if someone texts me going, oh, are you free later? I need to give you a call. I'm yeah. always like, give me a call now. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that that's that's up there. That I'm, I'm, I mean, this, I'm, this I'm one, with you on that. Yeah, this one. Well, it's not me who said it. But no, but whoever it is. Yeah. I mean, this one's a classic. I think this is. Teachers who badmouth other teachers as they obviously know it all. Just be kind. Very fair. Ooh. We've spent 20 minutes of this podcast slagging teachers off. No. <laughs> Certain teachers yeah, off, should I say. Only the snakes. Yeah. Uh, Unless I, you're a snake. I hate it when colleagues call a group of kids guys. You're, you're, <laughs> oh, you're wounded. Oh, leaving that on my page as well. Yeah, that's tough. I, do you know what, though? I'm guilty of that. I say to the class, right, guys, come on, let's get on. All the time. I'm, I'm always like, right, guys, quieting down. Guys, just I, listen I up. always say, I always guys, say, yeah. guys. Yeah. And then, and what then, can you say so instead? Your, your chicken dinner. What can you say instead? All right, right pe- class peeps. Yeah, class. Can't say peeps. <laughs> All right, players. <laughs> holla, holla, players. <laughs> um, so your winner was obviously the the management going needs yeah. to. Be, my winner is this. Okay. My biggest ick are colleagues that throw another under the bus. Or take credit for something someone else did. Now, I'm telling you, right, this reminds me of a tale. Right. right? A tale maybe I've said 
on a really early podcast, but I don't really remember ever saying it. I always remember when I first worked in a classroom, the teacher I worked with was... Cockney John. Cockney John. And Cockney John said to me, can you do us a favour, bruv? Uh, I've got these boxes that I put my literacy and numeracy books in. So is there any chance you can like create a sign to put on the boxes? And I went, yeah, all right. Do you want yeah. me to print it or do you want me to create it? Physically create And he was going, nah, create it, bruv, yeah. And I went, all right, fine. So I don't know if you know this. You know, to be fair, kids at my school know this. I am unreal at bubble writing. Right. I am great at bubble writing. Yeah. So I did numeracy and literacy in bubble writing. Really neat. Really, really neat. Right. And I colored it in really, really neat. Yeah. Right. And I, I was so chuffed. Because it was, I was back in school and I was like, I've done something great here. I've taken my time. You know, my ADD is under control. <laughs> so then I gave him to Cotney Johnny going, oh, bruv, these are, these are class, man. These are class. And he went, do you know what they could do with? A little bit of glitter, right? So All then right. he goes, don't worry, bruv, I'll do it. And he just quickly gets a Pritt stick. Pritt sticks the numeracy literacy. Yeah. Sprink sprinkles glitter, pours it in the bin, right? Puts them on his boxes and goes, great job, bruv, right? The next day, the head teacher and the deputy walk into class and when so the the head at the time was like oh yeah cockney john <laughs> what your boxes are lovely oh and he went yeah it didn't take me that long you know either <laughs> and i was sat at the back of the class steam was yeah, coming out yeah. my ears and I was thinking he's joking it he's got he's gonna say like yeah, nah yeah. to be fair it was actually Mr. P he went yeah anyway have a good day <laughs> and he went ah, bye I was like ah. <clears throat> and I remember going up and the funniest thing is this is 10 years ago that this happened and, and even no even now if Cotney John you know uses one of my jokes or uses yeah. one of my lines or we're out and he says something I always go Still sprinkling that glitter. And he goes like, always sprinkling the glitter, bruv. <laughs> right, we'll finish on this uh, story, which is, uh, again, quite... the Well, it's not really a confession, but it's a little bit juicy. Ooh. A little bit of juice to finish the episode. At first, you had my curiosity. Now, you've got my attention. Yeah. In primary school, we had a World War One memorial lesson and we were asked if anyone had any relatives who fought at the time. My friend brought in a picture of his great-great-grandfather with his wife. A girl also brought in a picture of her great-great-grandfather with his wife. The teacher said, they look familiar. She put them side by side and looked shock. we shocked. We gathered around. It was the same man who had kept his two wives a secret. Both had been married privately. They were cousins and didn't know. Oh! <laughs> Unbelievable yeah. scene. Great, great grandfather. Player, player. I know, like you were in the war, mate, and you... You're in the what? You got enough on your plate, pal. Two wives. Keep, keep calm and keep banging. <laughs> we'll yeah. do them on the beaches. <laughs> we'll nail them on the. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair play to the teacher there. That's what teachers do. Eagle eyes, eagle eyes. Just being like, eh, not quite. The thing is, as well, is like a lot of old pictures look the same, don't they? When the black and white. Like yeah, people yeah. look similar, but yeah, to them find so his, out. His wall poster would be like loose hips does bits, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a grenade in your pocket, or just happy to see me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't, well, can't quite believe that. I know. Yeah, that'd be so. Imagine if you're one of the kids, just realise you've got. A cousin in the class. Uh, but imagine if it was that kid that you had loads of issues with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both of them at each other. Yeah, my great-great-grandfather will knock you out. He's in the war. Yeah, he'll knock you out. <laughs> Stim, punching him. Why are you punching yourself? 
<laughs> oh, great stuff. Right, well, that brings us to the end of another episode. We hope you've enjoyed it, guys. Thank you so much for all the support and for listening. As always, if you've not yet got your tickets for the live shows, come along to one of them. I'm sure you will enjoy it. And, of course, we've got the second book coming out very, very soon. A massive thank you to everyone who bought a pe- uh, paperback copy that was released during the Easter holidays. But the next book, This Is Your Own Time You're Wasting, is going to be out on the 21st of July. Prime time for summer reading. So get those uh, pre-orders in as they will help us in our first week of sales. The best chance we have to be a bestseller again. Um, if you've not yet joined the Facebook group, get involved there with all the chat and the memes. And uh, But of course, if you're a snake, don't. Um <laughs> Yeah, if you've not yet rated, reviewed, subscribed to the podcast, do that as well. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Yeah, no, keep uh, being amazing. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Got you off guard then. Yeah, I was a bit nervous.